Jeff's, Jeff's Wonder Man. And welcome everyone to the 53rd episode of The Wonderland, in which Jeff, disguised as a lemming, attempts to discover the true meaning of charity by donating himself to a controversial genetic research program, in which he is accidentally transformed into a large jar of marmalade. Uh, No, that's not what the program is about at all, and I am sorry if I led you on there. But, you know, sometimes it's difficult to come up with different and interesting things to say in the introduction each week. So, well, full points to me for trying, at least. Anyway, for the benefit of those of you who are joining me here on The Wonderland for the very first time, I am Jeff, I am an Australian musician, singer-songwriter, comedian, amateur barista, fried chicken connoisseur and full-time contemplator of things. And as such, I am your host here on the show, which is basically a weekly whirlwind ride through the cabins of my rather curiously crafted consciousness. Rather a dull ship on my lonesome. So, for me, it's great to have you here for today's show which is going to be a little bit special in that I'm going to do something unusual today. Namely, and for the first time ever, I'm going to talk about a couple of subjects suggested by two of our regular listeners. Of course, and in order to examine and extrapolate these themes properly, we must now take off our shoes and cautiously approach that institution of interesting information, that nook of knowledge, that cavern of confirmation, that shrine of suggestion. Yes, it's time to gather at the alternative altar of theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to theory time, where anything can happen and probably won't. So, our first subject, and this one comes to us from John up in Oslo in Norway, is peanuts. Well, first of all, John, I want to point out that peanuts are not actually nuts. And so I can only conclude that the person who named them was a bit of a nut himself. No, peanuts are actually legumes, as are peas and beans. And botanically speaking, peanuts are also a fruit. So... The next time your mum tells you to eat your beans or your peas, just push them to one side of the plate and calmly replace them with a handful of peanuts or a mango, whilst pointing out that it pretty much amounts to the same thing. But, you know, peanuts are very popular. They're very versatile and high in protein, which is good. Unfortunately, they're also very high in lectin, which is bad, apparently, as is being allergic to peanuts especially whilst starving to death and coincidentally having access to nothing but peanuts. Speaking of death, another of our listeners, Trevor from Dartford in the UK, asks, why was stoning people to death so popular in the old days and why isn't it done so much now? Well, Trevor, you know, you've asked a very interesting question there and to answer I'm going to rely on my own knowledge and powers of logic and obvious conclusion rather than fall into the cliched trap of consulting Wikipedia. You see, back in biblical times, Trevor, in the Middle East, where most of that stuff seems to have happened, proper weapons were difficult to come by unless you were in some kind of army. And there were coincidentally a lot of stones lying around. And so for the average person, it was pretty much a question of convenience and 
cost-effectiveness, I think. In addition to that, the expression stoning tripped easily off the tongue and would clearly have been considered quite, I don't know, maybe fashionable to use in conversation. And so, for both of those reasons, it was relatively uncommon for mobs without access to actual weapons to set upon their victim with anything but stone, every man's implement of choice. Now, that isn't to say that other materials weren't tried and tested, including vegetables, fruit and eggs, although these were considered not so much lethal as just really messy and not very economical either. Palm trees were plentiful, though, and some attempts were, I believe, made to palm frond people to death. But this never really caught on, partly because palm fronding sounded too much like a beauty treatment, and also because the whole thing just took way too much time. On top of which, it was too easy for the victim to just run away. Anyway, look, we don't kill people with rocks anymore, Trevor, mostly because, well, you know, obviously our society is much more civilised now than it was back then, which means, of course, that, you know, there are now so many other more interesting and creative ways to do it. But, you know, I'm actually of the opinion that if random public execution was acceptable nowadays, stoning would still be the most popular choice. Oddly enough for exactly the same reason as the old days, because it's uncomplicated, it's cheap, and the word stoning just, I don't know, just has a certain ring to it, especially when you consider the possible alternatives. I mean, think about it. It simply doesn't sound very cool to say that you were going out to plastic someone to death or to wood them to death or to aluminium them to death. Death by cardboard or paper, polyester or even vinyl, whilst, yes, economical to a point, would somehow lose something in translation. And look, I think people would just generally lose interest in the whole idea. So there you have it, Trevor. And if you've got a subject you'd like to hear covered here on Theory Time, folks, drop me a line at www.jeffhealy.com. And I'll see what I can do. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was our unusually quasi-interactive edition of Theory Time for today. So we're going to lighten the mood now with a bit of music as we slide neatly into our Song of the Day segment. Now today, we're going to have a listen to a track from a 1994 album of mine called Wait For Me. It's something of a combination of two songs I was working on at the time, and also one of the very first songs I ever played Hammond organ on, and it's called Out of Sight. Take a listen. Somebody's trying to tell me something Sometimes it's like you're trying to sell me something, something, something You never really talk to me Say to me. Here's what I say to you. Out of sight is out. 
rest of that song as well as pretty much everything I've ever recorded in my entire life on any of the streaming services including YouTube and if you want to get most of my songs for free you can do that by going directly to my website which is www.jeffhealy.com where you can share or listen to or download all of them for nothing zip zero zilch anyway the spark and the source of creativity When it comes to songwriting, or I guess for that matter, any artistic endeavour, is for me an endlessly interesting thing. Another endlessly interesting thing is, of course, our next segment. So interesting, in fact, that we only run it every two weeks because we feel to do so every week might actually result in some kind of, I don't know, cataclysm or meltdown or something of some kind which won't be covered by our insurance. So anyway, here it is, and I hope you're ready for another edition of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. So, uh... Could, Jeff, can you be a little more excited? Well, well, it's, you know, it's early, Kev, and I don't... Look, I don't know about you, but I've not had my coffee yet, and it's hard for me to get it. Have you had your coffee yet, Kevin? You know what, Jeff, what do you think? I've, of course I've had my coffee. I wouldn't have a phone call without a coffee first. You know, well, it's the first thing I do, you know, like I stumble out of bed or walk to the kitchen, you know, put the steamer on and maybe burn something first. But anyway, <laughs> I, you know, I get the first coffee in and then my day begins. But do you that's, not that's find that that time that you spend walking to the kitchen is a bit of a waste? I mean, do you not think that wouldn't it be easier if you could position yourself or the coffee machine closer, you know, you closer to it or it closer to you, and then you could you could save time, Kevin, you could save time, and people are often aggravated, I find, between the point of being in bed and the point of getting coffee, so why not get rid of that? I'm just aggravated in general, so I mean, <laughs> but what I'm saying, okay. so you think that I should, you know, remove that danger area, like from walking there, like there's a, yeah. you know. I could yeah. fall and break my yeah. break my throat yes, or something, yes, you know, yes. not and, be able to do and, the podcast. Yes. Yeah, and, and you could say afterwards, if I'd only had a coffee before I fell and broke my whatever. Yeah. But you couldn't say that because you were on your way to the coffee. You know what I mean? So I, you yeah. basically take that risk away so, so by what having is your the coffee suggest- machine next to you. What is your suggestion? Have, well, put all the furniture on wheels and, and that way you can adjust easily. <laughs> well, why would I, what do you mean? So it'd be like... So so waking up in the morning is like put on the hard hat, you know, start rolling all of the furniture. I mean, the bed, essentially, let's talk about it. It's, it's yeah, the bed, really. Yeah, yeah, so you take yeah, the bed yeah. and you start rolling it into the kitchen. Like, that's a yeah. major endeavor, isn't it? That's, well, it, that's it worse is, than just could, getting up and walking. Is it really, though? Is it really? What if you had well, tracks well, ask tracks, me. and some kind of automation? So <laughs> you just hit a button on the side of the bed. Well, that's different. Right. Well, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Some kind of autumn. I mean, we're living in the 21st century, Kevin. I think it's about time oh. that you updated your house to include such automation to take you on a series of tracks through the house towards the coffee machine in the kitchen. And I know where it is. And but you the, could just pull up short of the coffee machine what? and then you can reach with your arm be, without God getting sense. out of bed and the coffee's on the way. You what? don't even have to get your head off the pillow. Yeah, but what would my That's wife life, my think friend. about that being in the same bed? You yeah, know? But she's still asleep. She's still she's sleeping. Still, well, well with oh. all of this automation going on, you think so? Imagine, yeah. just imagine the sounds. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, honey, just keep keep the headphones on. You know, we're going to get my morning coffee. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, I can see it could be a stretch, Kev. It I can see it could be a stretch. But, but look, it's something to think about. It's something to think about. Now, there's something else that I've been thinking about that I want to share oh, with God you. God help okay? us. You've been thinking now, again. Now, it is, admittedly, it's something that we talked about earlier hmm. on a previous segment. A, a segment? of the. Did we? Of the, yeah, we did. Oh, a segment. And it's about, it was about your initial discomfort, I think, in being referred to as little Kev. Oh, Do you remember that? Why do we have to keep? Digging this hole deeper, Jeff. Why, well, why normally that? it's you that digs it up, and I'm so not I, digging today it up. was my turn. No, you're no, not dig- today. You're not. No, but you're digging, it, digging up. it up. You're like poking at me now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not poking. Kevin's no, it's got a problem wanna... being little Kev. No, 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 no. I want to offer you a panacea. Is that a, is that a I word? Know, is that a pill? No, it could be. But pills look, are good. Is, pills are they, good. This is what they used to say, and I don't know if they're still right, whoever they are. Dumb and Dumber, from the movie Dumb and Dumber. That's what it's from. There you go. We always end up talking about movies. But look, in any case, we don't. And I've given this some thought, and Kevin, I would be (sighs) willing to offer you, my friend, the title of Medium Kev. How does that sound? That sounds really underwhelming. Like, what... That's not striving well, for anything, you know what I mean? Like, what? But, mean? That's if you're offering me a title. That's like if I go to England and I'm offered a title, it's like Duke or you know whatever, the Prince or what you know. But I get well, medium. What is that? Well, I could call you Prince Kev. I could do that. Would that make things better? That would suck, really. That, that doesn't really go together. It's an interesting thought. What but Prince do you is, know whose name is Kevin? Like that's such a weak um, name, you know. Prince Kevin. Prince, Prince Kevin. Prince Kevin. Okay, it sounds, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the, the villain out of a comedy movie, you know. Yeah. Um, but in any case, look, I can't call you Big Kev, okay? Because I'm Big Jeff, and look, this podcast. The title's taken. Both that, of us. Is that what you said? That like the big. title's already taken. Basically, the title's taken. What can I do? I, what can I do? I'm in a bind here, Kev. Work with yeah. me, man. Work with yeah. me, and I know you will. Look, the thing is, if we were to call you Big Kev, I would have to rename myself Huge Jeff or Giant Jeff or Massive wait, Jeff. Wait or, now, why? Why is the Jeff why is the bar the bar set for you, you know, and you I can't like go below bar. it. It's not like yeah, yeah, but we're not doing the limbo. But but we're not doing the limbo. Doing here, the limbo. Right? We're not Yeah, because then you'd have to take the bar down and I'd have to bend over backwards. It's not easy, you know, because then you've got to gotta you know walk on you know, you've got to it's really hard to do the limbo. Have you ever tried to do the limbo? Jeff, I think it's time for another have coffee. Have you ever tried it? It's time for another coffee. Okay. Just well, okay, get another coffee, but I just want to point out that um, you're probably right, and I'm probably wrong about that. Um, did you say coffee? Did you I say did coffee? Say you coffee. said coffee. Honey, let's get the wheels going on the automated bed. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And that's it for this week's edition of Good Times. And Little Kev and myself will be back in two weeks' time with more improvised stupidity. So don't miss that. Now, before we got distracted by good times, we were talking about creativity. And it's different things for different people too, of course. But there is the widely held belief that misery is a useful catalyst, more so than happiness and infinitely more so than contentedness. Indeed, some of history's greatest artistic heights have been reached with a helping hand from things like unhappiness, pain, depression, angst and despair. And so today I want to talk about this a little bit more and the gravity of the subject qualifies it in no uncertain terms as Jeff's Thought of the Day. Day.
And welcome to Thought of the Day. Now, I think most of us would like to avoid unhappiness, if it's at all possible, wouldn't we? Yeah, it's a stupid question, perhaps, but even stupider would be the thought that it was even possible to avoid unhappiness. Because I think we all know instinctively that it's part of the great yin and yang of life. That is, you cannot possibly have good unless you have bad. You can't have black unless you have white. You can't have wet unless you have dry. You can't have hot unless you have cold. And if you're anything like me, you can't have coffee unless you have cream or milk, depending on what's available. But I think that there might be a different way to deal with unhappiness and negative feelings, at least for some of us. And that is to take a more proactive approach. In other words, I think misery would be generally more easy to handle if we were more deliberately miserable and not just miserable by accident, as is usually the case. Now, this would be, in my opinion, not quite as difficult as it sounds. You know, just as we have parties and parades and festivals and other gatherings to celebrate one thing or another, we could also, in order to channel and to master our innate negativity, put equal importance on and equal effort into creating, say, an international festival of misery with organised, coordinated events throughout every country on a particular day. Now, entry to these events would be free, but you would be required to wear extremely uncomfortable and unfashionable clothing to get in. The events themselves could feature uh, non-alcoholic beverages, vegan food, only white fluorescent lights, uncomfortable seating, overpriced rides that only work some of the time, absolutely no music of any kind, and no lavatories or childminding facilities. And then... When these festivals start to pop up in your town or area, as I'm sure they one day will, you too will want to take part in this. You'll want to make a priority of taking part in this unparalleled opportunity for personal growth. Secure in the knowledge that finally you're taking control of a huge chunk of your life by actively, consciously and deliberately choosing misery before it chooses you. And believe me, you'll be writing great rock song lyrics in no time. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that powerful and life-affirming note, we conclude Thought of the Day for today. And bugger me if it's not the end of today's show as well. Thanks for joining me. And as always, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please do hit any positive-looking button you can find there, such as subscribe or follow or like or send Jeff fried chicken and or money, and you'll be assured of a heads-up as soon as a new episode is released. Thanks, of course, are also due to Little Kev for his appearance on today's show, and who, as we speak, seems to be attaching himself intravenously to the studio coffee machine. But I'm happy to report, folks, that he is also wearing roller skates. And so my useful suggestions to him during good times were clearly not wasted. Anyway, as I was saying, if you do subscribe to the show or follow it, you won't even have to think about when the next episode comes up. Unless, of course, you're listening on Spotify, which likes to keep things like that a secret. In which case, just remember, Friday is Wonderland Day. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason whatsoever, 
You can do that via my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. For now, though, it's goodbye from me, and I hope you'll be joining me once again real soon for another logic-defying ride through the Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back to the Wonderland. Jeff's Wonderland.